For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Wilder versus Joshua? Yes. Yes, 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 folks. The fight or one of the incredible juggernaut of a matchup in the boxing heavyweight division is on the horizon. We have the mix of Tyson Fury, Alexander Usyk, Deontay Wilder, Anthony, Joshua, and now Francis Ngannou, if you even want to throw him in there. Any of those fights, when those two are facing off against each other, Usyk, Joshua, Ngannou, Fury, Wilder, Fury, it is must-watch pay-per-view. It is box office pay-per-view. When those Goliaths step in the ring of combat. What's going on, guys? It is your boy, Isaac Ike Feldman from Iktagon at Iktagon. Fighters step in a octagon to fight MMA fighters. But this is the Iktagon. Thank you for stepping in. Follow me everywhere at Iktagon, I-K-E-T-A-G-O-N. Go to Iktagon.com to learn more about your boy and your brother in arms. So, recently, within the last 10 days, maybe a little over a week, it was announced that boxing, big-time boxing, is returning to... Saudi Arabia to the Rihad Arena, I believe it's called, where we saw Francis Ngannou knock down and come up very short against Tyson Fury. They want their fights back. I love it. I freaking love it. And December 23rd, we're getting Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua on the same card. But they won't. There is one caveat, one little wrinkle in the deal. These two will not be facing off with each other, but they will be on the same card. Who is the main event? That's, that's the better question. Are they going to put two rings and have them box at exactly the same time, and whoever can knock out their opponent, Joseph Parker or Otto Wallen, faster, that's who gets more money. Abu Dhabi can do anything, and they are opening the treasure chest for these fighters who deserve the most out of any sport on God's given planet. I love it. But Deontay Wilder will be facing Joseph Parker and Anthony Joshua will be facing Otto Wallen on December 23rd in Saudi Arabia. Now, 
if Wilder and Joshua, as we expect them to, do their jobs, get the wins decisively, have no setback, no injuries, the hopes that in 2024 we will get this amazing clash of titans in one of the biggest fights in boxing history. And it's incredible. It's a great job by Saudi Arabia, uh, Eddie Hearn, and all of those that are backing this fight and making it happen. Saudi Arabia is getting things done. I don't know the exact organization that is involved on the Saudi Arabia side of things that are putting together these fights. Is it a different, is it the same group that are backing PFL that helped get the buy PFL over Bellator. I'll get into that in a couple of minutes, but man, oh man, things are happening in Saudi Arabia. I would hope myself to be fortunate enough, lucky enough, blessed enough in the future to one day visit Saudi Arabia, get to see an incredible event put on Saudi Arabia, maybe rub elbows with a Kanye West and Eminem or Cristiano Ronaldo or whoever the hell else they kept touting that were in the audience, Conor McGregor was there. That's crazy that they got, I don't know if they paid these celebrities $1 million to show, but it's like, it, it's literally funny money. It is literally funny money. And what drives me nuts is not about the heavyweight fights taking a long time in boxing to come to fruition. Not about that. What drives me really nuts is the sheer disrespect or disregard or complete ignoring of the funny money that comes with a Saudi Arabia event that Dana White refuses to tip a hat to even backhand compliment anything that's going on between Saudi Arabia and the fighters that are fighting under the umbrella that the Saudis are putting on. That he can't even say, I can't envision a fight with John Jones, Francis Ngannou. Well, if PFL and the Saudi backers come to Dana White with a $200 million deal for money to be sprinkled in John Jones's direction, or money to be sprinkled in Francis Ngannou's direction, but especially in the direction of one fasting 86-hour Dana White, you better believe he's going to look at it. He cannot ignore it. He has had so many public statements and issues with one Steven Espinoza for Showtime Boxing, but yet he was able to get a deal done to put on Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor in the May Mac once-in-a-lifetime crossover boxing match. He did it. He put egos aside for money. All egos can agree that money changes minds. I am looking forward to the day where Dana White eats those words. And I get it. He's a promoter. He is very strong-headed. He kind of did mental jujitsu. Turned into a high school cafeteria with the reporter 
following the UFC 295 event where he asked, hey, even PFL and ESPN share, excuse me, PFL and the UFC share the broadcast umbrella that is ESPN. Can you not see a deal getting done? And Dana White is just uh, embarrassing the guy, breaking down his question. I get it. I get it. It was cool. It was there. Uh, these reporters don't necessarily have the strongest of backbones, especially to go toe-to-toe with a promoter as strong and savvy and as powerful as a Dana White. So that reporter just kind of uh, bowed out. A lot of people on social, a lot of people in attendance to the press conference find it funny that Dana White said it's the dumbest question of the night he heard. In my opinion, it's a future fight that cannot be ignored. Francis Agano versus John Jones. It would be massive. If they can pull it off in Africa, if the Saudis can kind of like say, hey, not every fight has to be in Riyadh Arena in Saudi Arabia, if they can say, hey, this is something bigger than our arena, if they can just be a backers and get most of the pay-per-view buys or 50-50 split with the UFC, but we can get this fight, Rumble in the Jungle 2, 2024 version, 2025 version, whenever it happens, I think it would be massive. John Jones has publicly said that he would love to fight in Africa. Francis Ngannou is, of course, from Cameroon. I think it would be massive. And my point with the Wilder and the Joshua thing is that the Saudis are bringing the big boys to town. And I assume that this is a two-fight parlay that uh, once everybody does their job December 23rd, Wilder, Joshua, they get the win. Then we can look to 2024, maybe June the latest, get that fight on. Massive, massive fight. The Fury-Usyk fight would have already happened. And I think 2024 is just going to be one of the greatest combat sports years in history. Not just mixed martial arts with UFC 300 and whatever else the UFC or PFL has planned, but boxing included with the heavyweights, with uh, Dimitri Bivol, Better Biev, that whole lightweight division, uh, Javante Dave, Ryan Garcia, um, Devin Haney, uh, Shakur Stevenson. I just think there's a lot of magic. There's a lot of momentum surrounding combat sports, and it's leading to 2024 being the greatest year that we may see this century. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's that special. Look at how the last 23 years have gone in combat sports. You had Klitschko and Mayweather just stalling out boxing defensively. And MMA, you just had the UFC being uh, growing as a platform and as an outlet for these athletes who don't necessarily want to play ball sports but who want to punch and kick and choke somebody out, out. The UFC has grown to the platform that uh, they bring in more money than any other combat sports platform in the world or promotion in the world. And you have guys from guys and girls from Dagestan, Australia, Canada, Mexico, Russia, 
Africa, the UK. It is just such a global sport 23 years later. And uh, yeah, I, I think 2024 will be another beautiful peak in combat sports history. But it starts with December 23rd. Can Deontay Wilder get another amazing knockout over Joseph Parker? Can Anthony Joshua hit the gas, understand what's at stake, and get the job done against Otto Wallen? I expect them to. 100%. 150%. I am less confident about what do I expect from PFL taking over Bellator. Is Don Davis's words on the MMA Hour, is he going to be eating those words? Saying that he is a co-leader, he will be a co-leader. Uh, I'm hearing a lot of noise. And to quote my great mother, empty wagons make a lot of noise. He has a lot to do before he can put on PFL versus UFC. I understand the champions now that Bellator, that PFL have bought from Bellator with Patchy Mix, Johnny Eblen, Vadim Nenkov. Uh, it bolsters the PFL roster, of course. And the fights are going to be at a higher level, of course. Can it compete with the UFC? Let's see how the first year goes. I'm not going to jump on this and say that, yeah, they're co-leaders. It's a wrap. Dana White is not going to get any sleep at night because the PFL has taken over. No. Can we get a year before we make those declarations? I think the Saudi Arabia factor is huge. I think that gives the PFL a huge financial backing that they've needed. A lot of people weren't sure how long they would last years prior. But it seems like they made it through the glass ceiling. Now they're on chapter two. They've survived five years. And they, uh, they're moving. They're moving up. You know how I know PFL's doing well and feeling their oats? They take a little longer to get back to me. You know? They were reaching out to me. Hey, come to this event. Come to that event. Let's do this here. And I'm like, hey, hey, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And now I see the major deal. I'm like, all right. Hey, what's up, PFL? They're like, what's up? What's up? What do you, what do you want? And I'm like, all right. They're feeling themselves. And that is definitely a trickle-down effect. Don Davis, Don with two Ds, is uh, two Ns, excuse me, is the leader not the co-leader of the PFL, but the leader. And he is instilling confidence. Obviously figuring out jobs, employees moving forward for the next year. But he's instilling confidence because he's puffing his chest out and he's feeling good. And uh, why not? Why not? But let's see how one year from now, what happens with the PFL and Bellator. It is Majorly important. I would say don't even do their first event till March 1st. April 1st. March 1st. March 1st is better. April 1st is dangerous. March 1st. 
do your first PFL versus Bellator champion versus champion to establish this. And away we go. Three months hype. Have these fighters on a 12-fight card. And just have them do a ton, 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 ton of media for the next three and a half months, four months leading up to the fight. And you you build up this pay-per-view. Don't make it 50. Don't make it 70. Keep it at the $30 rate, champion versus champion. And you make it epic. You make it something that if people don't see this quote-unquote historic card, they've missed out. So with the PFL, with the boxing heavyweights, 2024 is a major year. It could be one of the greatest combat sports years ever. But people got to do their jobs. It's got to be promoted right. People have to train right. The fights have to be electric. So we will see. Guys, to recap this past weekend, no UFC, but the combat sports world is always churning out. The Mexican monster, David Benavidez versus Boo Boo, Demetrius Andrade, or Andrade, depending on what part of the world you're from. They squared off. Andrade undefeated, Benavides undefeated, one man's O had to go. David Benavides got the win. Big right-handed hooks from a sweeping kind of three o'clock angle. Big power, like swinging a gigantic sword, and his opponent's sword just gets cracked just from the sheer force of Benavides. Benavides is no physical specimen, is not going to win any Mr. Olympia or bodybuilding competition, but that dude is born to fight. He's a gamer, loves the competition. It's in his blood with his father and his brother, all there, his brother fighting on the same card. Boxing is in his blood. Great performance. I wasn't sure about Demetrius Andrade. He's a good dude. Trains hard. Physically fit. Awkward style. Different style. Unique style to him. Had the chance to talk with him a few years back. Very nice guy. Very humble. But seem as soon as he got hit from that big sweeping right hand of one David Benavides that he... You saw that it was going to be a hard night. In his corner, you saw the lead up. There's a there's a there's a bond that it's as close as they could get to not being family, that they understand each other, they respect and love each other, and that they called the fight. I believe it was after the fifth or sixth round, in between the round, they waved it off, didn't want to see their fighter take any more damage, lived to fight another day. It was a great call. The fight was not trending towards Demetrius Andrade's favor. Not at all. A lot of people got freaking hell-bent about the Yuri Prohaska and Alex Pajada stoppage. Man, 
I know he's a warrior. I know he's been out for a while. It was a championship main event on the 30th anniversary of the UFC. But that fight was not trending at all for Mr. Yuri. If his corner could pause the fight, freeze time, and say, nope, no more. Jump in, Mark Goddard. I think they would do it a thousand times. Yuri was out unconscious. Whether it's a split second, he was out. Whether Demetrius Andrade had the about half the fight to make a comeback, make a surge, it was the right stoppage. But what's next for the Mexican monster? 168 is his division. Is Canelo going to fight him? Oh my goodness. Is he going to move up? Maybe fight Dimitri Bivol, who's just one of the most smooth boxers in the entire world, is Dimitri Bivol. I know he would move up, but why not, man? The money's in the multiple belts. As many belts as you could hold on your long-ass Mexican arms, that's where the money is. That's where the money is. We'll see. 168 is King Benavides. Who will be the king of UFC Austin this weekend? Benil Dariush, Armin Chesukian, Bobby Green, Jalen Turner, Devison Figueredo, Rob Font, Sean Brady, Kelvin Gaslam, Clay Guida, Joaquin Silva, Misha Tate. Jakar Close. Hell of a free card. Hell of a free card. Or ESPN Plus card. It is on ESPN. Excellent. 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 Big ESPN. So. Very excited. Another great weekend of combat sports coming up. I love you guys. Ike Feldman is out. I love everybody who tunes in, likes, share, retweet, or excuse me, repost on x.com. Thank you for subscribing. Your boy, Ike Feldman, is out. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.